This is the Pastor and the Guy Next Door, podcast number eight. Good evening. I'm your host, Pastor Simon Chapel, and the other handsome fellow is my next door neighbor, Bill Wall. Join us as we relax around the campfire in Bill's backyard. This week, we're joined by Bill's friend, Craig Schulte. We talked long enough that we're splitting this conversation over three podcast episodes. This is part one. We are live. Welcome, dear listener. We have uh, this evening our first guest. Bill, why don't you introduce our guest? This evening we have a friend I met in 1971, August of 1971. His name is Craig Schulte, and he hails from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Craig and I are graduated from Loris College in 1975. We are in route tomorrow morning to a Brewer game. The Minnesota Twins are going to be taking on the Milwaukee Brewers in an afternoon event. We seniors Day. Seniors Day, seniors yes. Day. <laughs> yes. I'd like to add that we are 65 years plus. <laughs> so I've known each other for a while. And we're sitting around the campfire on Fountain Street, as you can hear the fire is talking with us. Nice orange flames. A shower came through. We had everything covered up. And now we're dry, ready to go. I think we're good. I think we're good. Craig, say something. You were just talking before I hit the <laughs> record button. Before you hit play. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't shut you up. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you. I didn't mean to wait until we got on... We went live, but you've got some history in Cedar Rapids, Bill said. Did you work down there? Or? Uh, Waterloo, Cedar Falls. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, I, I lived in Iowa for four years. Okay. Before, uh, before moving here. So. Uh, did they think you had a funny accent? Or did you think everyone well, that was, Iowa had a funny accent? <laughs> that was long enough ago. I still have my uh, British accent, so uh, people liked that. They thought that was pretty cool. Or have more of it than I have now. Mm. Uh, no, I had a great time in Iowa. A lot of, a lot of very nice people. Um, I put on about 300 pounds uh, with all of the, the cooking. Um, they sure can cook out there. And there's, there was one place we used to go on a regular basis uh, that did amazing fried chicken. And I don't remember what the town was. It was southwest of uh, of Waterloo, but it was good. And had a lot of fried chicken. And yeah, so. What'd you do when you were in Waterloo? I mean, where were you working? Or? Uh, I was a computer programmer. So. I heard that in one year. Yep. Yeah. Earlier. So, you so I, uh, I I computer programmed for about a quarter of a century. So. Wow. So you took a little turn in the road. Uh, 
quite a big turn in the road. <laughs> yes, computer programming to pastoring, an unobvious career step. <laughs> Going upward. And bus driving. And and now school bus driving, so it's it's on and up for me. On and yes. upward, yeah. You must have hit the wall with programming thing. Mentally, yes. Yeah. yeah. But then trying to combine the the pastoring and the uh, computer programming two mental activities and well of course uh, virtually zero downtime it just got too much yeah 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 I can see that plus I'm sure you had a few overtime days yeah yeah a few not I, I tried to avoid them but you know they happened especially support and things like that so and managers who think it's a good idea to have... I, the last manager I had, not naming any names, or nor the company, <laughs> as I used to put on my blog, at a previous instance of benevolent employer, uh, <laughs> yeah. we had this one manager, I think for like six weeks in a row, made it mandatory that everybody on the team came in on the weekend. Every weekend. Every weekend for six weeks in a row. Both Saturday days. and Sunday? Yes, I told him it wasn't happening. <laughs> Did he frown on that? Yeah, but what's he going to do? Well, yeah, I mean... I'm a pastor. I, got, uh, I have prior commitments. Yeah, um, for sure. And it wasn't too long after that that people started leaving the team. And I... Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like four months after it's something like that is when I left and then a few more people left after me did the upper management above this guy figure out that maybe he's got to go not that I've heard of yet but that's that's a topic for a whole nother that is true we don't want to get off on that let's not go there tonight we have our esteemed guest Yes. if we start talking about old employers that'll be nowhere no, <laughs> we don't want to go down that rabbit hole. No, yeah, the rabbit hole. Well, you, you guys are retired, and I only work an hour on Sunday mornings. That's so. right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of. Well, you're working more than me then. <laughs> well, I guess this is the bus as well, but. Yeah. Uh, I just horse around work. Part-time boss. So, did we want a particular topic for this evening? You had, you had mentioned, Bill, that talking about wedding... Post-weddings. Craig was at Post the wedding. Yep. I might have been there. I think you <laughs> were there. You took a great picture. You did a great job. It was great. And you knew exactly when to cut it off because of the rain that came about an hour after the ceremony. Gave him everyone enough time I have connections I know in, you in oh, high places yeah. very high places yes yes uh, the the weather when I looked at it before the weekend said it was supposed to rain tonight so I I, uh, I put in a request and well it did rain but we got well yeah but it didn't rain on us no, while no, we were no. talking so the fire was going it rained on the fire yep. it didn't put it out can you put in a little request for the brewers tomorrow afternoon no, because that's just fake cricket. I don't care about that. <laughs> fake cricket. Yeah, you hit for six there. No white uniforms, yeah. Hit for six. You're not playing cricket. That's not cricket. That's not cricket, yeah. yes. Yes. 
That was fascinating, some of the stuff. <laughs> I mean, I know cricket's kind of seen as a precursor of baseball in our country, but I I didn't know some of the things that you guys touched on. So I, I didn't either. That. I had to go to YouTube. <laughs> I know. And I still don't understand it. There's got to be somewhere in the States where it's played, I think. Uh, I know that, well, I, in terms of professionally, I don't know. I, I don't think America has a cricket team. No. Uh, I know there is an, uh, kind of an, not so much of a league, but it's played up on uh, the upper north side of Madison. Um, really? A lot of the, a lot of the Indian uh, computer programmer contractors, uh, up in the northeast side of Madison, get together on a Sunday and play it. Do they? Yeah. yeah. And they used to invite me, and I'm like, nah, dude, I, I have other plans on Sundays. I can't. Much as I like cricket, I can't come and hang out. And... How long is, I don't want to go down the cricket hole real long because you guys have touched on it, but how long is an average cricket game? There are a mix of styles. So there's what they call uh, one-day cricket, where literally, I think each team gets like 50 overs. Uh, that's There's six bowls to an over, so that's 300 bowls. And then, you know, the next team is in and they get 300 bowls. And then the people with the most runs win. Uh, or you can go all the way up to test matches, which is five five-day matches. Like a series? Yeah. But a single game. A single game. Two hours, four hours, three hours. It's whatever you want. Okay. Um, All right. Obviously, I don't know much either. So. Right. Yeah. That had a lot to do with the wedding we are at a couple weeks ago, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> how true, how true. But there, it, there's a lot more one-day cricket, which is probably, yeah, I don't know, six to eight hours. Okay. Wow. Um, There's a lot of concessions. I was going to say, yeah. They have a lot of, brats lot of tea and crumpets. Tea and crumpets, no yeah. brats. Yes, yeah, probably not brats. Now we like sausages though, Wait. and British British sausages are closer to brats than, than hot dogs. So. so when I came over here and discovered brats, I'm like, oh, it looks like a English sausage. Cool, because we like sausages. Yeah, did we touch on that before? Made of pork. Um, mostly they're made of pork. You can get beef ones. Uh, and they like to put extra ingredients in it. So, for instance, you might get pork and apple. Which oh, yeah. It's a lot more totally. delicious than, than you know, maybe you might suspect. Um, yeah, there's there's different flavor combinations. I can't think of any more off the top of my head, but yeah. But the brats, they'll throw apple in it. They'll throw uh, mushrooms in it, cheddar cheese, uh, Swiss Jalapeno. cheese. Jalapeno. Jalapeno, yeah. yeah. Those are always good. <clears throat> Bacon. Sauerkraut. I much prefer the sauerkraut on top. Yeah. yeah. As as the good Lord and intended then, it. That's right. And then it dribbles all over your yeah. garments. Yeah. I don't know the good Lord intended that, but it, it, it does seem to happen. Well, he's not a wishing well. <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have done that. Well, it's not going to disappear. <laughs> yep. All right, so what are your... Uh, what are your post-wedding thoughts then? See, Craig, it's kind of turned into my responsibility to, to bring 
this loquacious fellow back on track. Pull him in. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I wasn't the guy that was went off on how long a cricket game is. <laughs> well, I, that's because I was prodding him. Oh, you were okay. I'm yeah. trying to learn. See, he's he's heard a couple of these podcasts. He yeah. knows what's expected. Right. Yeah, I yes. Prepped. I prepped for this. Yeah. You hear like, too. What do these guys talk about? I need to listen. Stuff. To yeah. Ran- stuff. Random stuff. It's and there's the stuff of life. We talk about yeah the firefly that you. There's just no just rabbit fly. hole that we won't go down. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Sounds like my my kind of deal. So. Yeah, we're always dealing here. Yeah. Anyway, um, my first memory of the post ceremony is walking to the ceremony which is a half a mile from where the reception was to the service area thinking oh man there's a lot of people left back at the winery that have to get over there and lo and behold the school bus shuttle appeared and I said there's a lot of people that have to be over here in about 20 minutes could you bring them over and he said sure School bus drivers are awesome. Right. Well, <laughs> let me even let me precede that. We walk out of the winery. You know, we all all the guys got dressed in a conference room, and there are a lot of people waiting for the uh, golf carts. And someone said, "Oh, look at the people." I says, "Well, you know what? We have suits on, so I think maybe we could just butt in line." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "You guys go, and I'll walk." So I took my jacket off. Flung it over my shoulder and off I went. And I got there and one of the first faces I saw was Schultz. <laughs> there I was. Yep, made sure everybody had water because it was 80 some degrees. Warm. It was a hot one. Yeah. Toasty. Very did you toasty. get your water, Simon? I certainly did. And uh, was very thankful for it. Uh, managed to stave off hypothermia. Yep. Uh, so no. I survived. Well, it had to be. You two guys were all dressed up. Had to be warm. Yeah, you were wow. looking like Jimmy Buffett. I looked uh, like uh, a Tommy Bahama model. Yeah. So. No. Well, I got to hide in the the little shelter. So. Right. I, I had you some, in the shade. I had some shade. And then the Lord did send us that cloud. That came. That was about halfway through the service. Yeah. But it still was nice. It didn't come completely overcast it just nope. shaded our little direct bit so. and the programs were on a like a, a stick so you could use that as a fan that was a nice touch i, yep. I like that she covered every base yeah. was a nice touch had the generator so the organ could play or yep. the piano whatever they had i don't remember. i noticed the generator was a significant distance away like so nobody could hear feet. it yes. on the other on side the of a truck, truck. yeah that could have raised a little cane. Yeah, and then there was a little uh, pop-up shelter with walls on it, so Kelsey could hide. My bride, daughter, could hide in that, so nobody could see her. That was good. Then walking up the aisle, and then I got out of the way, and you took that fantastic picture with the bride and the groom, the main aisle, and all the folks. That was cool. And you know, photographers, they just die for that angle. And there's only one person at the ceremony that has it. And I did see you take that picture. I thought, that's well, a they Simon were, thing. Yes, they were They were listening to the song. Yep. And it was going on. Everybody's attention was, was on the bride and groom. And they were listening to the song. And I thought, this is just, I have to. This is awesome. i got to do this. Yep. Uh, I didn't, you know, obviously, during the, 
the more active part of the service. I wasn't going to mess around, but uh, that, was, that was my game. opportunity, so I took it. You ever going to do it again? <laughs> <laughs> well, you kinda run, his, you've run out of face, children folks. to get married off. Well, mine are done. Well, you got some. Well, I've been told I'm not allowed to conduct the wedding for them. I have to, you know, I'll be the father of the bride. So, no double duty on that? Apparently, I'm not allowed to do that. So, I I don't know how these things work. Did your wife tell you that or your daughters? My wife and my daughters told me that. So, I I have had it carefully explained to me that I am expected to walk them down the aisle and somebody else will conduct the service. I'm like, okay. You have to stand there and watch. (laughs) Okay. So that'll probably be a very sensible and boring service. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. I, I don't do those. Oh, definitely not. Very timely. Then, let's see. All the tuxedos, we got those to fit. Um, I didn't worry about any of the dress stuff. That was taking care of the hair and uh, the makeup and just the setting up. For the I, I didn't wear any makeup. I didn't either. I thought I looked fine just as I was. I had deodorant on. Shaved. Well, you were you were sitting with the with the rest of the, the people, so it's good that you did. I, I skipped that because I knew I was just going to be yeah out there on my own. Up, up in front. Yeah. Why, why waste it? Yeah. <laughs> One lady that Craig knows very well is deputant for the event. I was talking to her, to her in the, the next morning, and she said, was the pastor in the army or the service? I said, no, his dad was a, at Her Majesty's... Royal Navy. Royal Navy, Royal yes. Navy. yes. Royal Navy, not just any old Navy. The Royal, the Royal Navy. Navy. Royal yeah. Navy. Don't confuse that with just any old Navy. Indeed. And I said, yeah, he was brought up in a military home. No wonder, because you stood at such a tension. Ramrod. <laughs> Ramrod. That's Simon. Oh, that's... He takes the stuff, bit, bit, you know, serious. That's my, that's my mother. I will give her the, I don't know if it's blame or credit, but uh, I was six foot by the time I was 14. So, uh, and then finally made it to 6'2", and I haven't started shrinking yet, so that's good. But... <laughs> I would slouch, according to my mother, I slouched a lot and like I was embarrassed about my height. And so she would jab me with her incredibly strong finger between the shoulder blades. Anytime she, if we were walking somewhere, she would jab me and say, stand up straight. <laughs> stand up straight to look like something. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that, so I will give all the credit to my mother there. Awesome. Because even all of these years later... Uh, I can still feel that finger. Feel the fear of a finger being jabbed between my yeah, shoulder blades yeah. and being told to stand up straight. Moms are good like that, right? <coughs> she was very good at that. Yeah. Well, now, Craig, being in the crowd, were you somewhat concerned about the weather? Um, I wasn't. You know, I it, it really didn't start. The sky didn't start getting dark. I didn't think until afterwards, but you could just kind of tell. Something was rolling in, but uh, you know, I just I felt bad for everyone that was super duper dressed up because it was hot, it was warm. It was. They don't do well with that anymore. You know, what was interesting is the cloud that shaded the ceremony came from the south, and the rain came from the north, and it was dark, 
No rumbling of any kind of uh, thunder and lightning. I don't even know if there was thunder and lightning. I don't. I don't recall there being any. And it makes me wonder. And this is a topic probably for another day. But what do you do? I mean, what about if that would have hit at wedding time? Well, and she's ready to march down the. I mean, because it was coming down sideways. Well, we would have looked at the radar, and it would have yeah, all yeah. been inside the winery then. At that time. Oh, you would have got her right. inside. Because you would have had chairs blown into the vineyard. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had uh, one guy with a pickup truck. We took everything down, threw it in vans. Uh, this one guy had a pickup truck with a covered uh, back. And we got everything out of there in good time. They, uh, Kels and Dave, Kels being in her wedding drift, they just got to the distillery and then the downpour hit. We had, we had made it into town to a coffee shop and uh, looked, and I, I wondered, what's that noise? Looked out the window of the coffee shop and went, wow, we timed that right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, that came down, when it came down, it came. Yeah, and, and you could see the sheets yeah. coming in from the north. You going to want to throw another one on there? Oh, you bet. Okay. We got all night. The I only thing know, we have I to didn't... do tomorrow is get up and go to a game. I didn't know if you were slack in there. Oh, no, no, no. Well, I have to get up and drive my big yellow school bus. What time is that? Uh, I'll, I'll probably sleep in until 5. Okay. <laughs> well, Craig and I, we get up. Time we got to start picking people up. Uh, I think my first pickup is a couple of minutes after 7. Okay. So my alarm goes off at 5. I roll out of bed about 5.15. I take a... A leisurely shower, have a cup of tea, read my Bible. I, I need all of that to be awake. I was going to say, you have a routine if you're getting up. Yeah. You know. I mean, you're building in time for yourself. Yes. So, yeah. uh, my wife usually, even if she's not working that day, she'll get up and we'll have a cup of tea together. And, nice. Uh, now, is that the black tea with the high caffeine content, or is that the white tea? No, that's that's the black tea. Yes. Get you going. Uh, yep. Not as much caffeine as coffee, but um, it's it's still pretty good. And do you do coffee as well? I do. Do you? So you got it all going. I do. I am uh, multi-talented in the <laughs> caffeine consumption department. Yep. In fact, uh, during the winter, we will be sitting out here recording, so we'll have to go to a coffee shop. That's when we take the tour on the road. Oh, yeah. there you go. We may even go to venture as far away as Mineral Point. The road. Wow, you didn't say, man, good job I just uh, renewed my passport. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten I don't have a passport. No? I don't know if they're going to let me in the point. Well, you're, you should feel kind of at home being Cornish and such. Yes. Yes. Uh, although, <laughs> I always have to laugh whenever I go to Mineral Point. Because if I go with my wife and we go into a store or something, I'm, I'm almost just counting down the minutes until I hear her say, oh, my husband is Cornish, you know. She doesn't quite say it like that, but those pretty much as something along those lines. Yes, yes. So she likes to point out to people that I am indeed actually Cornish. But most of those Cornish people back in the day, they were quite short. Were you you on steroids or something? (laughs) Well, my uh, my father is not from Cornwall. He's from Gloucestershire, and they're big strapping lads. So oh, okay. I, I got kind of the best of both worlds there. Right. So I got the love of pasties, and I got the the big strapping lad genes. So. Which means you eat a lot of pasty. Pasty. 
Sorry? What part is Cornish? I mean, part of the country. Cornwall is the very uh, southwest tip of England. Okay. So, the bottom left. It's where Land's End, the real Land's End, not the, the land's not the other one over <laughs> here, that is actually okay, named one. after okay. the Land's End in Cornwall. That's cool. That, that's where the real Land's End is. All right. It's uh, Land's End is the most western tip of England and then the Lizard Peninsula which is just around the corner from Land's End is the most southern part of England. Okay. So. Is that the the point that's closest to Europe to France? No, that's uh, the county of uh, Kent over in the southeast corner. Oh, okay. Where uh, the English Channel is only, I believe, 22 miles wide at that point. Ah. Cornwall is technically on the English Channel, but it sure looks and feels like the Atlantic. Cold and windy? Yes, because when I was in university, I was at the University of Plymouth, I was in the canoe and kayak club, and oh, wow. so I spent a lot of time out in cold seawater. We didn't do anything Getting... like that when we were in college, did we? <laughs> well, I don't There's believe there's a lot of... were indoors. There's I not remember. a lot of uh, salt water no. near. We were on the Mississippi River, though. Yeah. Yes. Which also doesn't have a lot of salt water. No. Or large waves. The only salt around Loris College was in a shaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and maybe the on the roads, because on the yes. streets. Yes. Around the rim of a glass. That's true too. So, do you or, still have family over there, Simon? Do you get get over there? Uh, I do have family. I have not been over there for, for quite a few years. Oh wow! Uh, okay. So my my parents are still over there. Um, I think my I think my dad listens to the podcast. Hi, Dad. <laughs> um, <Awesome>. Hello, <laughs> Mister Chapel. Yeah. Hello, Mister Simon. And what rank was the, your dad? Sorry. What rank was your dad? He was the Chief Petty Officer. Hello, Chief Petty Officer Chapel. <laughs> he uh, served Queen and Country for 22 years. Wow. Yeah, he was all over the place. He sailed around the world quite a few times. 22 years, wow. And uh, as a navigator, of course, it was his responsibility to make sure they never got lost. That's right. Or bump into anything. Yeah, bump again. Uh, bump, both, both of which, getting lost or bumping into things, were quite frowned upon. Yeah. You must have some little radar, huh? Um, well, back then, they did have radar, but they also used real honest-to-goodness maps, or as they called them in the Navy, charts. Charts. And eyes, so they wouldn't run into things. Yes, yes. Like other ships. Uh, indeed, that, that's also on the frowned, frowned upon list. Yeah, yeah don't do that. Wouldn't make a captain very happy, nor the queen, I bet. No, no. Um, that bumping into things is generally a guaranteed court martial, and probably found guilty. Um, yeah, no way around that. So the fact that he did that twenty-two years, he didn't do much bumping. No, uh, zero bumps is my <laughs> understanding. Let the record show. <laughs> Let the record show. So anyway, being a guest at the wedding, Craig. Yes. Once you left the ceremony, 
and you were downtown having coffee, and I was getting my picture taken. What did you do? Hafer and I walked back. We walked down the road, the half mile. Just the two of you? Or? Yep, yep. Okay. Because we couldn't figure out where the girls had gone to. Turns out they took a bus or a golf cart. And um, was Wags with them? Because we went over to the distillery. And you and Hafer? Yeah. Okay. And we were looking for them, and they're not there. There were a lot of people at the distillery, but they're not there, so we just figured, well, we're off to the reception. Okay. So we walked, you know, we walked down there and talked to a bunch of people, you know, outside and went in and had some libations, and about that time, I think it started coming down sideways. Yeah, it, it was, it, it didn't stop. It rained for an hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And then it just pretty much ran the whole night. Well, we were going to cut through the vineyards, but we didn't know if that would be appreciated. But I think that would have been Only a if you don't significant get caught. shortcut. Only if you didn't get caught. Yeah, I don't want to make anybody mad. I so. wouldn't have cared. I was paying the bill. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a nice little setup. and uh, It was. I very wish nice. I would have had a chance to purchase some product or go back the next day. But, you know, maybe another time. I had never been all the years that I've drive to Milwaukee to Brewer Games. You know, instead of going straight to Cambridge, we always go left up 12 and 18 to take us to I-94 East. So going straight to, I had never, never gone that way. Pretty area. It it really is. And I've seen, you know, I feel like I've seen a lot of Wisconsin, but I haven't seen all of it. But to be able to go somewhere brand new I, it's always fun oh yeah you know? yeah so enjoyed that a lot yeah and the winery you know is the matt kensett's who used to be a race car driver i did not know that he was a nascar race car driver and that yeah. was his museum so thus the garage door he would they would pull his cars in off season sell product there and a friend of mine from dodge says you know that matt kensett's Museum is around here somewhere, and it says, "Yeah, you are in it." <laughs> oh, was, oh, was he from Wisconsin? He was from Cambridge. <laughs> well, yeah, what he was happened? a very. Why su- did they, what happened to the museum? Well, then he retired, right. and then you know these pro athletes, when they retire, nobody really wants it to you yeah. know, buy their stuff anymore. They want to buy the, the, the products that are out there, like the Aaron Rodgers jersey and. You know, when I had the store, I'm glad I got rid of all my... Um, Favre stuff? Well, not the Favre. You could still sell the Favre stuff. Yeah. Uh, Clay Matthews and Randall Cobb, now they're with different teams. Hmm. Yep. The last jersey I bought from your store was Jordy Nelson. It's a classic. Which, he retired yeah. as a Packer. I know, yeah. Signed him for a day. Signed him for a day, no salary, just as a anyway, Packer. Anyway, that makes sense. That's interesting that you said that, because I... You know, I looked around that building and I thought this had to be an old car dealership. I figured they sold cars there. I it mean, looked it's like it. it had that I, look. I remembered yes. seeing the building, but did not remember it as a winery. So I was like, "Well, what was this?" Yeah, well, I couldn't remember. So thank you. Now I know. And that's about all the history I know about it. I know there was one <laughs> bottle of red wine left, and I grabbed that for myself. You took that. I took it. It's in you my paid bar. For it. <laughs> that's right. Bought and paid for. Went through several, quite a few bottles of wine that night. I think, to be precise, 57. 
55. You? You were standing real well, considering. Yeah, I even drove. <laughs> you know, that was the first reception yeah. I just drank wine for. I'm a beer guy. Yeah. And then, you know, I was kind of, I didn't have anything to drink for quite a while because I was busy talking to people. Well, you gotta, yeah. Well, yeah. I, we your daughter's wedding, so well, we you don't want to be a fool. No. Don't want to stumble and not be able to be the toast and things. But uh, Lisa and I and Lisa's sisters took the bus, school bus back from the distillery to the winery, which is a half a mile. Right. In the rain. We got in between showers and it rained. We sat in the bus 10 to 15 minutes before we could leave <laughs> in front of the winery. It. I don't doubt it. It was that hard. It's like, you know, there's people inside that want to see and talk to us. Well, you know what? I guess we have to talk to each other. We're going to have to wait. Well, that's right. But you guys are right at the door. Mm hmm. You didn't venture very far from the bar. <laughs> Surprise. True to form. That's right. Yep. How many kegs did they go through? I think three. Three. And then there was, uh, I think, they had. Uh, that's not bad. Really, no, no. For a wedding, yeah. I mean, there were a lot of young people there. Yeah. But you can... Uh, well, I mean, people got to be smart about it. Well, and that's the thing. That's why they had the, the bus. The right. school bus that left three times. Yep, yep. All those um, arrangements, you know, whoever did those logistics should be... Well, that was Kelsey and Dave. Yeah, they did a great job. I mean, there really were ways to get around... Yes. That were convenient. Well, there are not many hotels in Cambridge. Cambridge is uh, 1,500 people. Yeah, yeah, small. It's kind of mostly a tourist town. I suppose Potters, people live there. Yeah. Uh, fun, fun restaurants. Uh, there's a bridal shop there. Yeah. The yeah, winery, so. of course, the distillery. What was the name of that distillery? Was it the, I don't know if I can say names or what, the Dancing Goat? I think it was the Dancing Goat, okay. yes. Yeah. Very nice. In fact, when it rained, well, let me backtrack. Friday night, right after rehearsal, a couple people went there and said, yeah, there's a wedding here. It's at 3 o'clock. So they had an extra bartender, knowing that people would filter over there. And when the rain came, people filtered in groves yeah. and they had a hard time keeping up so here are the wedding parties in this distillery and they said do you want to go to the back room where we distill and you can have pictures back there they had huge kegs you know just you know wooden kegs stacked and there's some really really nice pictures and they had this steam whistle that you could pull so there's pictures of them pulling some steam great whistle. pictures oh they have beautiful pictures yeah so they had a fun time with that. Well, you do such a good job with your kids' weddings, it's too bad you ran out of kids. Well, ran out of kids, ran out of money, too. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, you could borrow a couple of my kids. <laughs> well, yeah. Thank yeah. you, but no. I got to right. retire. That way I can still do the service, well, yeah, and then you can walk them down the aisle. Well, yes. I don't know. Yeah. I could do the service. I suppose, yeah. You might run a little long, though. My toast wasn't that long. Wasn't that short either. Ooh. It was just right, Goldilocks. 
Had a little help from Rod Stewart at the end, but that's okay. And during the dance. I think you both missed it. Dave and Kelsey had gold high top tennis shoes. Oh yeah, they're gold. blinked. Yeah, 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 I, I, I saw. No, I saw. Oh yeah. Oh okay. I yeah. Thought they were cool. Lights asked, all the way around. I asked her where they were the next day at the breakfast, you know, in the hotel. I guess they had packed them up, but uh, that was a cool idea. Oh, they had fun with the great yeah. fun. They had pictures outside with sparklers. I can't wait. They this gal took a couple thousand pictures. Wow. But you know, with digital cameras. Oh yeah. Right, but still, that, that's quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and there were two of them, two photographers. Yep. So I can't wait to see what they funnel down to several hundred. I'm trying to figure what else went on. A lot of talking. And talking to people the day after the wedding was fun too. Yeah, that was fun. What time did the whole shebang break up? It was done at midnight. We had to be out of the winery at midnight. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. And it was easy dealing with the tuxedos because everybody got dressed there. And I said, you know what, guys? Let's go to the back of the conference room, change, and it was all together. The only guy that left, there were two people that left in their tuxedos. One was my son, and we were sp spending the same amount, the same, uh, the night at the same spot, and myself. I thought, no, I've changed there. I, I could trust myself to get it back in the bag. I'd hope so. Yeah. I remember one bag. There were three shoes. So I just picked them up and threw them. I don't know what they're doing. Just as long as everything is together. Everything is barcoded, so they know. Yeah. Aaron is in a wedding in October, and he went and got measured for it this weekend when he was home in Cedar Rapids. The cost of tuxedo rentals has gone up a little bit since the days when I was in weddings. Yeah, like $200 plus? Yep. Good thing I got a deal. Yep. yep. I think Bill and I haven't talked about this in a while, but when we came out of college, you know, we had a really tight, I mean, one of our blessings in life is the tight group of friends. But I think I was in um, about nine weddings. I had to rent about eight or nine tuxes over uh, the years. Well, some of those were cousins too, weren't they? Well, these, I mean, a lot of these were Loris, you know, the three bills. Yeah. And then, I mean, I can. Yeah, my cousin, Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, some of them were cousins, but over the year, I mean, geez, you know, eight or nine rentals, if they would have been that expensive, that's a, that's an outlay. Yeah. You know? Just imagine if you had three or four weddings in one summer. <laughs> You gotta get a mortgage. Yeah. I suppose it would pay. You know, I know a, a lot of uh, older guys these days, but I mean, a lot of people like own their tuxes. They just go out and buy a buy one, and then they have it for those occasions when you have to use it. But, but styles change, you know. Well, right. Navy blue was the color of this wedding. Two years ago, when my oldest daughter, Kristen, got married, it was charcoal gray, and then prior to that, it was black. But right. you can never go wrong with black, so if you buy no. a black tux... And I wouldn't true. think charcoal gray either. I mean, it's, it's always going to be okay. Well, navy blue is, you know, 
Yours still. Yours sharp. That navy blue looks sharp. It, well, that look, look was inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> Tied my own bow tie. That's a skill I've never... I would like to learn that. Uh, not, Sometime. I, uh, it took me a little bit to get it done because I think the last time I wore one was maybe in February. So I, it took two or three shots at it. I say it takes a little while to get that hang of it properly. Well, especially when you're looking in a mirror. You know, dentists, they work backwards in mirrors all the time, but I'm not a dentist. So, you know, folding it the right way and pushing it through the knot and making sure it's secure and, and even on both sides. One thing I like about tying a bow tie, you don't have to worry about it being cockeyed one side or the other. It's always perpendicular. If it's done right. If it's done right, yes. Yeah. What about a fake bow tie? The clip on the hassle. <laughs> I haven't worn a fake bow tie since. Uh, oh, you've got him started th now. Thanks, Craig. Yeah. So yeah. Was it your? Was you, did you get married after Hafer and what? Yeah, you yeah. did. You're yeah. last of the boys to get married. Yeah. That was, I think, the last time I had a fake bow tie. Could have been. I don't. <laughs> Who knows? I well, think I probably had a fake bow tie when I got married, so I've never tied a real bow tie. You want to learn? It's an art. Oh, I'm not really a bow tie kind of guy, but I probably should learn just for the, yeah. because you can kind of Yeah, thing. Hey, you could strut around and say, hey, you know what? I can tie a bow tie. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll wear a bow tie and preach like a really serious sermon sometime with it. So. Well, you could. Did Winston Churchill wear bow ties? I believe. I want to say yes. I think so. I mean, yeah. Not a he was historian. he was an old school kind of guy, so yeah, yeah probably. It sounds did. like a very English thing to do. I'm surprised you didn't jump on that bandwagon. I am an enigma. Wrapped We're going to teach you how. I've got a, several bow ties. That's a great story for my uh, my daughter's wedding. Putting together these little packages for the groomsmen. And she's one bow tie short. Yeah. Luckily, Dad owned a clothing store that had bow ties <laughs> in it. So the father of the groom and the father of the bride got different bow ties. Otherwise, everyone was going to get the same bow tie. And after rehearsal and then the dinner, they're handing out packages. So my daughter gives my son his package. And he opens it up. And lo and behold, there's a bow tie. And he says... I already have one. Therefore, we had enough bow ties. But she had forgotten. She gave him one. So I have a bow tie I have not worn yet. <laughs> well, she, your time will come. It will. You could wear it to the Brewers game tomorrow and kind of stand out. That's true. What do you think the babes would say about that? <laughs> the babes is a, is a friend of ours. That's hard to say. Yeah, he's a Twins fan. And a Vikings fan. He lives oh in the my. Yeah. Well, that's, a big that's a mixed up person. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mixed up person. <laughs> <laughs> have to tell babes to listen. To oh, this. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. And I thought we promised Wednesday we weren't going to give him a hard time. Oh, but we still love you, babes. It's just going to naturally happen. I don't remember making any such promises. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know the babes. You should, though. Nope. Maybe Babes will come up and be a guest. Some he could week. do that. 
Roger'd be a good guest. Oh, he'd be funny. So back to the wedding. Yeah. Yes. Had a keg of spotted cow that was gone about. Oh, I'm gonna say eight o'clock, maybe seven thirty. Yep. And they said they have a keg of two women. I said, eh, let's just go with the Miller Light because when people, if they're drinking spotted cow, they want that. We'll just switch them over to Miller Light, which was a good decision. So we did uh, two kegs of Miller Light and then sixty bottles of Potosi beer. Didn't have uh, the kegs, but they had bottles of it. Fine, I don't care. Potosi. Potosi. That was a brewery that closed because it had bad beer. Kind of like <laughs> Dubuque Star. Dubuque Star. Dubuque Star, and then yeah. Pickett's Brewery. and Pickett's. That was not, not a good good thing. Not a good thing. But it came back. It's okay now. Pickett's? No, uh, Potosi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They make some good beer now. They got a nice little brewery I've visited there. Before. Oh, great restaurant. It's nice, yeah. Nice venue for parties, for weddings and such. Yep. Except you don't want it during shag fly season. You don't want to what? You know what a shag fly is? Uh-uh. These uh, bugs, they live for 24 hours. Oh, I think I do. All they do is they hatch, they breed, and they die. <laughs> they have no mouths. And it gets so... There are so many of them, they have to get the snow plows out in Prairie du Chien and Dubuque to push them off the bridges. I've seen that. I know what you're talking I've seen that wow. before, now that you mention it. And they, they cling to you. I mean, they, they, they hover around light, like the street lights. Yeah. It would just be full of bugs. What month does that happen? June. June bug. No, that's a different thing. That's a big, like a beetle. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to have a wedding outside along the Mississippi River. No. Middle to late June, sometimes 4th of July, depending on how cold the spring is in the early summer months, the month of June. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. I hope that you enjoyed hanging out with us around the fire.